C the C students. <laughs> That's right. This is the first episode, episode zero of <laughs> the, C the C students. That's right. <laughs> Imme- immediately blanked out. <laughs> and you're the one who came we over. Get, we can edit it out later. No, nah, keep, we're keeping that. Technically, this is the prequel episode, right? It's not even going to go live. So, I don't know. Like, what, what do you think, like, common problems people struggle with, like, on the daily? I think common problems about what people struggle on the daily is probably what to eat for dinner. <laughs> I'm being totally serious. I know you're being totally serious because there's so many couples out there probably just wanting to kill each other, right? Trying to decide what the hell they want to eat. Yeah. that That's legitimately truthful. And and also, like, trying to decide, you know, what to eat that they haven't eat, eaten during during the, Did I stutter? the beginning of the week. No one really wants to repeat it, but if you have to repeat it, it's like, kind of, you feel like it's kind of a waste. Uh-huh. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I feel like that sometimes. Mm. Actually, many times. You know, that, that's totally left field from what, what I was, like, thinking. When I was thinking, like, what, what people, like, common problems people actually struggle with. Oh, you're uh, talking about, like, like actual like, problems. Well, well, you know, like, yeah, actual problems. But that, that is an actual problem because people actually do, like, you know, fight about little things like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you, you know, if you dig a little deeper, like, the... the the deeper issue of that is that people are just indecisive. They just can't choose. Yes. There's too many options nowadays. Too many options. And you've had all the options. Yeah. So thinking of the options that you haven't had is a lot more difficult. And most likely for myself, I kind of resort back to like default. Yeah. Like the the habit thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like everybody thinks they like the thought of trying new things. Until they try something new and they don't like it, then they just revert back to the same stuff they eat. They do. But then because they try the new thing and even though they don't like it, do you think they regret trying a new thing? Or there's like, uh, I tried it. I don't like it. It was shit. I'm never going to order that again, but I don't regret it. You know, a lot of people like to think that, but I think, I think deep down, like they try and they're like, nah, fuck that. I'm just going to go back to eating cheeseburgers because that's just my thing. Hmm. I actually had an example, like a, a real, a, re, a real world example today, uh-huh. where um, after I ate lunch, I wanted to go get, get ice cream. Mm-hmm. And around this area, there's Fossil Mints ice cream in Alhambra, where mm-hmm. I always go to. Uh-huh. I went there with a friend, and uh, I typically get you know the usual, the the rum raisin or raisin rum. And <laughs> I, rum raisin. I never heard of rum raisin before. I yeah. heard like raisin ice cream, but not like rum raisin. It's it's a it's a thing they have it there. It's delicious. Anyway, my friend's there, and he knows. You know, I'm I'm a huge fan of root beer float. Um, I ordered rum raisin. The girl already scooped it in the cup, and she's handing it to me. And my friend goes, "Hey, look, root beer float." And I go, "Hey, can I cancel the order? I'm, I'm sorry, like." You know, do I have to pay for this? And she's like, no, no, it's fine. She puts oh, so that- you're one of those people. Yes. <laughs> so she puts it back and she's, you know, making the the Rupert float. And it takes damn near five minutes to make this. I'm just waiting in line like, you know, I thought you just scoop a couple 
vanilla scoops and put root beer inside. And like, what, what is she doing? Why is she putting it in the machine, mixing it? By the time he got his and I got mine, I was like pretty happy. But uh-huh. don't tell me you're gonna tell her like you changed your mind too. No, no. It, okay. She she gave it to me, but there was no root beer inside. <laughs> well, te- technically, a root beer float is you put Coca Cola inside root beer float. There's actually no root beer in root beer float. You know that, right? What? But it's it's the root beer flavor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's called a root beer float and not a coke float. Yeah. Oh shit. You, you know you're right. Never mind. You're right. She looked at me in the background. <laughs> you know that's a thing too. Like I say shit with conviction, and so much confidence, and then even though I'm like completely wrong, I just kind of go with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Now that was coming out left field. Yeah, that that was the. <laughs> well, I got it, and I, you know, I was eating it, and, and my friend was asking me like, "So how is it?" I was like, "It's all right," but really, I, I hated it because it wasn't even a float. Okay. It was more like um, a freeze or a smoothie, and there was no root beer inside. It didn't even taste like root beer. It was just like cream, liquidy ice cream. <laughs> And that's probably one of the many examples, real world examples, where I uh-huh. try to try something new, and I regretted it immediately. Okay, so like in a situation of like you trying new shit, right? Because everybody likes the thought of trying new things until they try and they don't like it, and then I'm like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna go back to like instead of root beer floats, I don't know, fucking like raisin ice cream." Because that's my thing, right? Yes. Okay. So, like, how, how, how do you, you recommend someone dealing with that? Like, they try something new and then they're just still turned off by the end result of doing that. They don't, like, try anything new after that. Well, there's not really anything that you could do ahead of time to not regret your decision, right? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's kind of like you're just trying it out randomly and... There's going to be a, a possibility that it just sucks and not going to live up to your expectations, whether it's ice cream, a date, or I, I don't know, just anything in general. Like, you're going to have to deal with the fact that it might just suck, but it's not their fault. It's totally yours. What do you think? So, like, positive mindset type of shit, just try and then have no expectation. It's okay to have expectations, it's just don't have a high expectation. Yeah, you set the bar low, right? So yeah. you won't get disappointed. Set the bar very, very, very low. Okay. That's that's what I think. Okay. So that answers my, I guess, your initial question about like common things people deal with. It's not really about ice cream, it's more about indecision and trying new things. I wasn't thinking that far, but sure. <laughs> yeah, trying to peel back the onion layers. Yeah. Okay. That you know, that, that, la- that layers to everything, right? All right, the bigger picture, yes, yeah, okay. So, what I would actually had in mind was the root beer floats, but like, like shit that people actually struggle with, right? It's like procrastination, like, I struggle with this still today, right? Like, you have like a list of shit you sound like 
that sounds good, right? And you actually want to do, but then when you actually tackle the list, it's so much fucking shit. And then you're like, fuck this. I'm just going to do something else. Ah, yeah. Yeah. It's dreadful. It is. And then, like, what I found that the best way for you to do procrastination is you just do it. It's like a giant tangle rope, and you just got to fucking do shit one by one until it gets done. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. But sometimes just knowing that and you do it, it's dreadful the whole way through. So it's almost like it's easier to just pivot to the next thing that's on your list. Yeah, it's it's about like pivoting just because it sounds easier, right? And then like a lot of times what I do and I think uh, other people too is you try to look up like productivity hacks, try to trick yourself into thinking you're doing work when you're actually not. So there's like a productivity hack for everything. And then when it comes down to it, you're just not going to get done, dude, if you study like the fucking best hacks or any any of that stuff. It's true. Like uh, there's this thing called the Pomodoro technique, right? Which is basically you set a little like timer for 20 minutes. And then as uh, as soon as you set that timer, you, you don't allow yourself to get up and you have to do the task. On paper, it sounds nice. Right, so you actually do it, and then you're like, "Oh wait, let me just check my phone real quick. Hold on, yeah, yeah." And then it's like, "Oh wait, wait, wait. Uh, let me get a glass of water before I start." And then, oh, hold on, hold on, let me just check TikTok real fast. And then two hours later, you're you're in the same spot. It's like for the these hacks, yeah, I guess it works if you actually practice it, right? But like consistently, a lot of people won't. A lot of people won't, most likely because. No one really holds themselves accountable anymore for anything. Dude, accountability, man, that is like a hardcore fucking topic. But that's, that's you know, that kind of ties into um, getting motivated to get things done. Because, like, without accountability, you don't have your boss there or, like, a teacher or even your parent or whoever it is that's, like, authoritative uh-huh. to, like, force you to do things. Like, you have to do it now. You have to finish it by this time. Uh-huh. Then you're going to be like, oh, shit. You'll do it, you know, out of fear or because, like, you know, you just want to get it finished. Yeah, that's true. Like, accountability, like, you're only accountable when shit hits the fan is too late or it's, like, five minutes before that shit is due. And then, like, oh, all of a sudden, like, you fucking want to be responsible and do the thing that you're supposed to do two weeks ago, right? Right. And now you have extreme focus. <laughs> yeah, it is true. But really... You could have just been doing that smoothly and done a lot of things at the same time. Yeah. And you'll finish. You just weren't holding yourself accountable. Yeah, accountability too. It works outwards, not just inwards. Like it's easy for you to like look at someone and then like they fuck around, right? And then they're like the last five minutes they fucking struggle and you're like, Oh, you should have fucking done it two weeks ago. That's on you. Until you you're in that situation and then you don't hold yourself to that fucking standard. You start to make excuses like, oh, you know, yeah, I had, this was really important, but there was other things that were just as equally important. Uh-huh. So that's why I was really trying to get all of these things done at once, which never works out. Ever. None, never does. Okay, so like indecision, right? Accountability. Like what? what's one other thing you think like people just struggle with on daily? Um... I think anxiety would probably be another one. Oh, anxiety is good. You know, uh, yeah, anxiety. And anxiety could, could be towards anything. 
because sometimes for me, um, when I get anxious, even though I've done something countless of times, I still don't feel any more confident at times. And it makes the process of starting the task or whatever it is I need to do that much longer and that much harder than it really needs to be. I know it's stupid, but that anxiety is just a mental thing. Well, the, the anxiety, it's, it's also from the, um, like the, the second point we just um, talked about, right? Which is like the accountability part. Like usually you, you don't feel accountable until the, like the fast, like the last five minutes or when it's too late already and then you want to fucking do it, right? Yeah. And then the anxiety comes from you let that shit build out for like two weeks and then when you need to tackle it, of course you can have anxiety because like two weeks of fucking working it, doing five minutes or whatever, right? It's, but in the context of things, right? Anxiety plays out in different, like depending on the context of it, it plays out differently. Because it's a broad term, but if we're just talking about accountability, that's that's pretty much what I think, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you let shit build up, and then of course you're gonna panic. <laughs> yeah, fucking <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> it's like two weeks of everything. You try to do it five, just come on, you're screwed for damn sure. Yeah, no, anxiety is like a it's, it's a real thing, man. A mental health thing and everything that everybody talks about. Now there's like high level anxiety and then there's also pretty low level anxiety um what do you think you have again i think it's context man it's like anxiety in what context right anxiety in the show so setting like you know you have issues just talking with a lot of people like being in a group setting right because you're introverted rather than being extroverted right or like anxiety in the sense of like you're just a procrastinator and then like I, I fall into this category, man. Like, I set so much shit to do and just put it aside because it's easier to have escapism and think about it later, right? And you come back three weeks later and you look at it, you're like, fuck, I have anxiety now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, like, in that context, right? Like, what do you think people could do to kind of deal with anxiety? Well, outside of just planning out your day or your weeks on your calendar um like in a social setting because i already have an answer for the procrastination part yeah oh anxiety in a social setting how can they get around that yeah like you know you're introverted and then you got to be in a social function right like how do you deal with that okay you have social anxiety shit honestly having a few drinks it's going to help a little bit and take off the edge. Uh-huh. Um, you might want to, you know, if you want to be a little bit more social, uh-huh. maybe some other things. I'm not going to mention here. Uh-huh. But the key is not to overdo it. Okay, well, what's the dare drug-free answer version? Besides alcohol. Alcohol is a crutch. But I, I love alcohol. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, so for, for some of the people that's listening, maybe they don't drink. For X, Y, Z reasons, right? What do you think? I think for that, practice liking to be in a social setting. Like reverse psychology? Just telling yourself that you like it? Yeah, like this is going to be fun. that's different. You hype yourself up before you even get there, right? And you're going to be like, man, I, I, I hate this, but you know what? I'm not there for them. 
I'm there for me. I'm going to like this. You know, I'm going to have a good time regardless of whoever's there or whatever's there. You know, don't care so much about what people think there. They're probably not judging you as hard as you're judging yourself. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a mindset. Just stop caring about what people think and focus more on how you're enjoying your time there. You know, that's actually a really good answer. Because um, I was going to say something along those lines, because if you come in in a situation where you fucking absolutely hate social settings, right? And then you're going to be like, why the fuck am I here in the first place? You're going to have a bad time. You set the bar low already, right? You set the energy. Yeah. It's kind of like, like your root beer float. You just set it low. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no expectation, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I was disappointed, but I wasn't totally mad because I still finished half of it and i threw the other half away right so like in a social setting right if you try to give yourself the best odds it might not be as bad as you think it actually is yeah give yourself a chance give it a chance before you just come in saying i know this is gonna suck but i'm just forcing myself to come here just because then you're gonna 100 percent have a horrible time yeah and that shit works too like i gone to like like business conventions and all this other stuff where I'm like, fuck, everybody's like just like keeping to themselves or just like they're talking to other people who I guess they they scope out, right? Like what other person does and they have a motive to talk to them. And I'm like, damn, this sucks. But then the, the moment I flip my mindset from, yeah, whatever these people are like, just like out to have a motive to talk to certain people. I'm just here just trying to, you know, learn, right? To like, hey, I'm open to opportunity, just like whatever happens, right? Just try to be in as nice as possible to as many people as possible. And then, like, you end up beating a few cool people. Just that way, literally, that mindset flip. Yeah. But you don't, you're not going to know who's cool and who's not without just talking to a few of them. Yeah, another thing, too, is, like, um, I was thinking about it, and then I, I was reading this up. It's that, like, like, speakers on stage, right, a lot of times, like, they... They get in their head because maybe they're they're talking in front of an audience like the first time or it's like a really big gig. And then a lot of times what they end up doing is they fumble, right? Because they're overthinking the situation. Yeah, and they freeze up. They freeze up or whatever. Even though they rehearse the fucking script like a thousand times and they know it forward and backwards, they yeah. just like slip and fall, right? And then there's actually a really simple solution to that. Well, what is it? The simple solution is you focus on the message, right? You focus on what you're meant to deliver in front of the audience that you you go from me, 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 me to what am I here for? And then you speak to the audience, right? You focus on that message so hard that you, you're like not relevant. You're just part of that process. And then like in that social setting anxiety thing, it's the same thing. It's like the, the moment you stop thinking about Oh, me, 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 me. I hate this. I hate talking to people to like, I'm going to give myself a chance to have a good time. I'll be positive, right? And then like, I don't know, just pick like XYZ reasons or something that you keep falling back on that you want to talk to people, right? Because you want to have a good time Mm -hmm. because you're here for whatever XYZ reasons. Right. It's that, that one little thing with like, change your entire day it's crazy it, it really would 
you you only need like one really good interaction there. It's true. Amongst you know, let's say you you went there and like if you meet four assholes in the fucking same thing, you're about to leave, and then on your way out, you just bump into someone, right? You talk to them, yeah. and then you actually kick it off, right? That'll turn the whole day around. It's a win. Yeah, because then that's it like, goes oh, from like a crappy ass thing to like yeah, it wasn't that bad. It was actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's that one thing. It was a mindset flip. It is. I, I would also say um, another reason why people would not enjoy social settings so much and have anxiety is because they're afraid that they're not going to be able to relate to others there. They don't know where to start off, what to talk about, even though they're there for a purpose. You know, you're obviously there at a networking event for a purpose to uh-huh. find people that are like-minded and want to help you out. Yeah. And you can help them out. Uh-huh. And so naturally, we're going to gravitate towards those that, those that we could relate to visually first. But the thing is, it's not always the case that, you know, just because you, you pick them out the first few times, it's it's good. They could be assholes. They, you know, they could just ignore you and just whatever. So you, you mean like visually, like, oh, if you were in a social setting and then you were to see someone, right? And see people like, and then you would visually pick out a few people and you think like, I would actually get along with these people. Exactly. Right. Like let's say there's you're you're in an event. There's a there's a boomer and there's someone around your age and someone younger. Guess who you're gonna pick? Someone around your age. Yep. If that was gonna be the demographic there. But if all things being equal, they're all around your age, then you're gonna pick those that you think is cool, you know, based on what they're dressed, like how they're dressed, their vibes. It's like, oh that person looks like you know, they like this XYZ. Because I like XYZ. So you're already making this assumption. When in reality, like, it might not even be like that. Yeah, a lot of times it actually isn't. But, like, going from a network event, like, first impressions, that shit matters. Yeah. Like, as superficial as that sounds. People judge. People do judge. You're judging. Yeah. They're judging. But Uh, not in your face. Yeah. And if you say, like, no, I I don't judge people. I treat all people equal. It's like, then you're capping. Yeah, you are totally capping. Yes. Be honest with yourself. First five seconds, if you see someone across the room, right, you already have some sort of preemptive assumption of them, right? And then, yeah, you can give them a chance to talk to you and then they can prove you wrong type of thing, but there's still that like subconscious thought. It's just, just how our brain is wired. And you know what? That's okay. You know, we, we shouldn't um, have to like regulate ourselves too much that it's the whole process of the interaction well it depends though right so if you have that subconscious thought and then you're at a let's just say like a business network event right and then you're trying to meet as many people as possible you have to turn that like instinct off yes you do yeah because there's a goal here yeah the goal is to meet as many people as possible and then hopefully in a positive way right where You're like, oh, this sucks. This event sucks. You're you're, you're not going to meet anybody. It's like you go home and thinking like, well, actually not thinking, knowing that you set yourself up for failure. Basically, you just wasted your time. It's like, why did, why did I sign up for this shit? Yeah. It's true. It's a mindset thing, man. Yeah. But you can't really blame it on the event. It's just, look, some, some events are going to be fun. Some events are not. If you're there for a goal, at least just have a good time. Regardless, come up, come away with something positive. 
So basically, that was like a little bit off tangent, but we we covered the general consensus of that, right? So number one, like indecision, right? How do people deal with that? Oh, you're asking me again? Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's just a summary for our audience. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, like what we were saying, what we were talking about, indecision. Um, how do you deal with that? You just there's no real good way to deal with it besides for the mindset. Yeah. Just and, you, and you also set the bar low, right? Set the yes. bar low. So set the bar extremely, <laughs> extremely low. I, I feel like the answer will be mindset for all three, but like for indecision, I think set the bar low and then you'd be pleasantly surprised. The accountability thing. Yeah. That's going to be a little bit harder, but it's possible. And I, I know it's possible. Yeah. Again, it's mindset too, but yeah. Self-awareness mindset thing, right? Oh, the self-awareness thing. Yeah. That's a little bit difficult because not a lot of people are self-aware. Yeah, it's it's like repetition. You just got to do it. You got to catch yourself. And then the last one is the anxiety thing. It's more like uh, you have to reshift like how you think about the situation. The moment you do that you give yourself the best possible chance of it not being socially awkward or causing your anxiety to shoot through the roof it actually might be pleasant yeah in the social context at least okay so oh the next one so what are some things that you recently learned that's useful that's actually pretty good i i gotta think about that one do you have anything hmm okay i, I guess there's one thing okay <laughs> that it's it's useful okay it's practical i just don't know how much i'll use it personally okay. but it might be useful to you guys okay so here's the thing that i saw um ziploc bags you could put food anything aside put it in there you take the ziploc bag and you put it into cold water and it acts like a vacuum it forms a ziploc bag around whatever's inside because like those food saver things. Yes. But but it makes it tight, like airtight. Well, why can't you just use a food saver thing? You can. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it, I, so I guess you would like use that. this if you didn't have the food saver thing. And you just had a Ziploc bag. Oh, okay. Damn, I can't think of anything I, I learned <laughs> recently. Shit. It, it, it doesn't have to be like pertaining to you. Like what's, you know, what is something that people can learn? That could be useful. <laughs> Damn, I had a whole list. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like uh, I'm gonna call you the space cadet because you space out. Yeah, I, I literally did space out. Okay, we'll we'll skip that. We can edit that part out anyways. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. All right. If you were to yeah. If you were to have a time machine, right, and you get to tell yourself, I don't know, like three things, what would that be? Why do I need a time machine to tell myself three things? Because you're going to go back in the past. Oh, okay. Tell my younger self three things. Yeah, because, dude, we're like we're like C students in our 30s and shit. You don't want to tell your early 20s something that can alter the future. Okay. Um, I guess I'll start. Yeah, I'm asking you. <laughs> three things. Okay, three things. The first thing that I would tell my younger self is 
it doesn't get any easier. So you may as well just do your best now. And my younger self is going to be like, what the hell do you mean my best? What doesn't get Oh, easier? damn, you're getting rebuttals in your fucking past self. That's good. Well, yeah, because I know myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I know my younger self too. Okay. So, that, so, that guy. okay. So, what was it? Or re- running back? My older self, uh-huh. going back in time, would say to my younger self, it's going to get very hard. And you may as well just try your hardest right now, like your best right now. And my younger self would be like, okay, I know you're me in the future, but what do you mean? Like, exactly why should I try right now? Things suck right now. There's no motivation in trying right now. Anything I do is never good enough. Why should I try right now? My, my future self, my current self right now, would, would tell my younger self, because the earlier you start, the better off you'll be, no matter how slow you are right now. Because if you start too late, it just feels that much more difficult when you're older. So please start it now. Start start studying harder now. They take things a lot more seriously now, even though you still think you're young. You're not going to be young forever. That's what I would say the first thing. So it's like a timing thing. Stop fucking around and then yes. actually just like... Stop, stop thinking about other things that has nothing to do with anything. Like it's not, you know, mm. stop worrying about things that's out of your control. And just do what you're good at. Do what you need to do and do what you're good at. And then you'll be fine. You know, that's actually really good. Because like in your 20s, you feel like you have all the time in the world. You can do whatever fuck you want. But in the reality is like no time catches up really fucking fast. Yeah, and then you're going to get really behind <laughs> once you realize like what you actually do want to do. And you're like, why wasn't I doing that in the first place? Because you're, you're figuring it out. But that it's, yeah. it's also... Like growing pains type of thing, right? But like, yeah, time catches up for you really fucking fast. It does. And we never realize it until later. And later as in like, oh. It's like the accountability thing, man. It's like, yeah, we're all like, uh, we're all good, right? Until you realize like, oh shit, everything you've been putting off those three weeks ago, you have to do in five minutes and you suddenly have anxiety. It's, It's true. It's like, can't go backwards. Yeah. Okay, that's one. Right? They'll put things off and actually start doing it. Yeah, that's one. Okay. Uh, what's yours? Oh, you want to do one and one? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Easy. Buy Bitcoin, motherfucker. Oh. Dude, fucking, I can't tell you. Like, everybody has a story about like buying Bitcoin and buying like crypto or whatever. Like, no cap. I found like the, uh, dude. Like my first fucking job out of college after I graduated, or even like when I was in college graduating, right? It's literally in fucking tech. And the one thing I learned working like in tech when I knew nothing is fucking how to use Google, right? <laughs> I kid you not, man. I fucking found like the first fucking mining program on fucking Bitcoin. Before that motherfucker bought like two pizzas that's worth like, I don't know how many tens and hundreds of millions or something stupid like that. Yeah, right? I remember that date yeah. line. I didn't do anything with it because I didn't think I was going to go anywhere. It's crazy. But yeah, like number one, you give me a time machine, I'll punch myself. I'll be like, what the fuck was that for? Because we're, we're doing the rebuttal thing, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, buy Bitcoin. 
So like, what the hell is Bitcoin? I'm like, that mining program you saw that you use your graphics card to fucking mine Bitcoin, do it. Just do it, period. Damn, you, you knew that back then? Yeah, like, I did. What, whatever. It's, yeah. Salt to the wound every time I talk about it. I have a little bit of PTSD. <laughs> some, it brings back <laughs> some trauma for you, huh? Dude, you, you don't know, man. But yeah. Yeah, okay. That, that's mine. That's like PTSD shit, but that's number one. So back to you. Number two. Oh, man. Number two. What's the number two? The second thing that I wish I had known when I was a little Padawan. This is in your 20s, man. Not, not a tapple. I'm, not, I'm saying fucking you teleport back back to time, Marty, back to like the fifth grade or anything. Like just like. You know, somewhere around your early 20s. So I feel like that's a good time for people to generally start, right? Usually you finish college, sometimes you drop off, sometimes you just decide you want to do something else, right? Yeah. And in your 20s, I feel like you have all the energy in the world and all the time in the world. You just don't have money. For the most of us. Some people do, but for the most of us. I think I would have told myself, uh... I got, and I'm putting into account how I was back then too. Yeah. I mean, rightfully so, because travel back in time into your early 20s. Yeah. I would tell when I was telling myself, drop out of college sooner. Don't drag it on. Okay. Because? Because I would have went to work earlier. Okay. And I would have just gotten started a lot earlier, but I only dragged it on. Because I didn't want to disappoint my parents. But I still disappointed them in the end anyways. Because I did not do well in, in college. At all, right? At all. And I tried it on. And I still dropped out. Because you, you're forcing yourself to do something that... That I never thought, intended to do yeah. since the beginning. Like, even after high school. But I you, you I thought it no was interest. the right thing to do, right? It was, yeah. Because it, yeah. it was the only thing I ever heard from my teachers. It was the only thing I ever heard from my parents. And, you know, all my, all my peers, they all, they all went to college nice good colleges my cousin you know and even my nieces and nephews in in norcal my parents compare me he's like hey they're going to this college why can't you go to a better college he's like dude i don't even want to go to college now i'm just going to a community college at first only because you know i want to go to college yeah i, uh, I just wanted to work in high school yeah just I, so- I just wanted to like just make money already i, I didn't really see the point especially since i wasn't really academically um how you say interested <laughs> at that time uh don't get me wrong i think education is important but it's not for everyone at a certain time like once i think education is good for those that once you take it more your life more seriously and you have a goal that you need that education for you're going to focus on that because that's that's what you need but if you're going to go out there and especially as a kid that has no interest in it and you're kind of just doing it not for yourself but to please someone else then you're gonna fail that's true it's like implied intention right just like let's just say i don't know like you have intentions of being healthy right because health is a big thing everybody wants to have the intention of working out and just being healthy uh you don't have a 
goal in mind, you're not really going to make any progress. Exactly. Right. And then you're going to be part of the same people that show up at the gym in the beginning of the year and drop off by the time it becomes a March or April. Yep. And we'll see you next year. And that's why gym businesses thrive. They thrive on memberships like that. Because you're an afraid of customer. You only show up a couple months out of the year and then you pay for the rest. Yeah. That's like, just like college. <laughs> I, I agree with that. It's like education's good if, as long as there's intention applied behind it. There's a reason why you're going to college. You're not just going to college for the sake of going to college. You're not going to college just to make your family proud. That's the wrong reason. You're not going to college for anything else, like, you know, just for status, like, oh, I'm going to college so I could say that I went to college. No, no. You should be going to college for a practical reason so you could graduate from that and get into the field that you studied in and make money. And and that like that applies so much more today than back in our early twenties because like today there's just abundance of opportunity. There's alternative routes you can take besides college that you actually can make it. You yeah. can make a living doing it. But it that's not to downplay education. Education is very important in a sense of as long as you keep it applied towards a specific goal. Yes. Yeah. That's that's the key word. Applied. Applied intention to your education. Don't go majoring in fucking sociology and then you end up working at Starbucks. Like Starbucks or fucking like something that's like totally irrelevant and you question why the hell you took up all your college loans for. And now you're asking Biden to forgive your loans, right? Yes. Shit like that. Which he, which he actually did. Yeah. Surprisingly. You only get one of those, like your stimulus checks from COVID. You only get a few of those. That's it. Can't rely on that. So, yeah, that that's going to be my second message to my younger self. Uh-huh. And I think my younger self would definitely listen. Yeah, okay, so. On that one, my younger self would not be hard-headed in question. It's like, oh, yeah, all right. I kind of had an idea, but now, you know, it's more affirmation. I'm going to do it. Yeah, so my, my number two is something along those lines, kind of like how you you decide to listen to your parents to the college thing, right? Because you felt like it's the right thing to do. Like my second thing I'll tell my early 20s is uh, stop caring about what other people like think or their opinion, right? And I say this with uh, context, Right, because that can get out of line. You can be a fucking total douchebag or an asshole, and then your friends and your family would say something, but you're like, "Fuck you! I don't care what anybody thinks." That's like the extreme alley of it, right? But that that's not my um, that's not what I actually mean. What I mean is like, uh, don't care about what people say about what you want to do, right, in your future, or so much like just risk taking decisions or. Things of that, right? So, for like example, like I traveled pretty late. I, I traveled towards probably like the my mid to late twenties, right? And then when I started traveling, I realized like, holy shit, man, this is amazing. You know, it's something I put on my like per se bucket list, and actually did it, right? And it felt amazing. I'm like, I should do this sooner. And I started looking at like you know jobs like working around the road, being a digital nomad type of thing. And then I kind of weigh the 
pros, risks, and cons, and then talk to other people, right? Usually it's your friends, your family members, or whatever, and then you start saying all the risk stuff and this and that, and you start second-guessing yourself. And then it's kind of like, you know, at the end of the day, it's your life, and then if you start listening to other people or just, like, taking their input, and then you put it into consideration, like, yeah, maybe it's not restful. You're going to be in, end up in the same position, like, I'm kind of like in the same position as you, right? In, in your your case, this is why we're C students. And we're starting a podcast in our thirties. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. this is real shit, man. <laughs> but like, yeah, the the moment like you start listening to other people, you start doing things that quote unquote you think it's right. Right, that, that's the that's probably one of the worst decisions you can make in your early to mid twenties, because uh, the thing is, you have time on your side. You go, you can take the thing that you wanted to do, fuck up, and still be in the same place. But at least you took the shot, right? Yep. You don't want to be in your 30s, and then you start you start having more responsibilities, which we, it's still not that bad, right? But I don't want to be in my 60s doing this shit, because like time is really out against you. No, you're done. Yeah. You're, you're on the way to done. You're not, you're not done. It's like cooking a steak. Yes. You're like medium well. You're not well done yet. You're pretty close. We're we're like medium rare right now. We're almost there, but not yet. Yeah, we're not even close to medium yet. But anyways, yeah, it's don't listen to other people. At the end of the day, it's your life. And second, most important thing is don't pay your bills. Right? If you take the wrong decision, you end up with a bunch of like it's not financial advice, right? But you end up with something debt. That's something you deal with, right? Yeah. So. You want to take a shot, just take a shot. That's what I would tell my early to mid-20 self. That's a very, very good message. It is, because like, you think it's the right thing because you listen to other people's opinion, and that's the problem, because it's not your opinion. You have to make that choice yourself. When people give you advice or opinion, I don't think they're, they're for the most part, they're not doing it to force you into doing it because that's just what they would do but they're not necessarily thinking like oh this is what he this is what you would do you know it's true and then a lot of times people give you opinion and then you have to you you really have to take that a grain of salt because a lot of the opinions and advice they give you is cookie cutter man yeah it's like that, that's that's the one thing i i hate about like Things that sound nice. Because it's polished, man. Oh it's, my it's, gosh. it's so fucking polished and cliche. But then, that. right? It, it sounds like so It sounds like the right, right thing to say. Yeah. But it's only the right thing to say because it's been said a thousand times. Yeah. So that's why it's so polished and refined. Exactly. Or like, you know, that's how it worked in the movies. But in real life, that's not how it really goes. You, you know, there's a saying, right? It's like, I'm like something the context of it, but it's like it's a business saying like, do you want to be right or do you want to be rich, right? So like, the decision thing not necessarily has to deal with money or business, but more so like, do you want to do the right thing what other people say, or do you you want to be rich in a sense where you took the shot and then you know you feel like you're rich from the experience, right? Yeah, that that's that's what it is like. Don't be right. <laughs> don't do the. Don't do what sounds right. Do what 
you think is the right thing, right? Not what someone else says. It's it's like you kind of have a pretty good idea of what you really wanted to do since the beginning. You're just hoping that someone tells you that. The validator. Yeah, but if no one tells you that and you're not hearing it and all of a sudden people are telling you the opposite of that, you start to question what you really wanted. It's a psychological thing, man. It's like it goes back to the mindset thing and all that. It's like a lot of people make decisions, right? Not with logic, but we make decisions based on emotion because that's how our brain is wired, right? Yes. And then we try to back up our emotional decision by logic because you want to make sense of it. And that's the part that a lot of people get. You get a twist, especially in your 20s, right? Like you do the right thing what other people say and you back up with logic because they... What they say sounds so sound and everybody keeps saying it, so it must be right. But in actuality, it's not the right thing. It can be the right thing for you. It's not the A lot right of times, it's not. It's like an 80 20 thing. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways. It, 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 could, it could be the right thing for many people, but uh, maybe you're the, you're the outlier here that it, it doesn't apply to. It's not even the outlier. That's the crazy part. It's the 80 20 thing, man. 20% is the outlier, right? A lot of times, a lot of people. C students, audience, yeah. We're the 80%, man. <laughs> we're, we're just... We're the standing deviation of the bell curve. We are you guys. Yeah, we are you, so we're relatable. Yes. All right, so anyways, we're going off tangent. What What's like number three? Third thing, you literally fucking like back to the future show. They have a time machine. They tell you, hey, you only got one more shot, man. Shoot your shot. Just say yes to Bubble Butt Janet. No, I'm just kidding. I, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. But Dab, yeah. you, you gotta you, you gotta take like you're not gonna take the shot, huh? What do we talk about this whole entire time, man? It's like taking shots like literally someone someone gives you like a genie bottle and then this is your third wish. You're not gonna take the third wish? I wanna take it, but I need to think about my third wish. This guy needs to work for Goodwill because he donates <laughs> a lot oh, no, of no, things. No, no, I'm not donating. I'm taking my shot. But I, I need to make it worth it because this is my last shot, right? It's the last wish. All right, what, what's your third? Okay, since, you, since you know. Fine, I'll, I'll play on that. I'll, I'll take that. My third thing is indecisiveness, right? So, like, in your situation where you have the third wish and then I have to make the perfect decision because it's the only thing, right? It's, that's, that's what it is. It's like, take the fucking shot, stop overthinking it. There's more than one way a situation can play out. And then, like, in my early to mid-20s, like, you're kind of hard-headed because you think you have shit figured out when you really don't, right? Yeah. You pretend you do, but you really don't. For 80, 20 cases, right? Uh-huh. 20% of people in that situation, they have to figure out they're doing their thing. Props to you. You're not C student. You're A student. And you're not part of our audience. But like for the rest of us, it's take the shot. Don't overthink it. You do your thing where you think enough. You gut feeling feels like it's good. Just take it. Whatever you think, it's going to end up like that. Most likely it won't play out that way, but it could play out five to ten different ways that you never anticipated. 
Because um, there, there's this like this boxing one I was looking up before, like uh, decision outcome, right? It's like uh, people know what they know. They don't want the, They don't know what they know, right? They know what they don't know, and then you don't know what you don't know, and then it's that fourth quadrant part where people get choked up on the first three, right? But then they never factor in the last quadrant where you take the shot, right? You only consider three to five different outcomes, but there's probably another five to ten you never thought about. Uh huh. Yeah, that's that's my third thing. Smack myself in the face for that. So it's a take the shot. Take the shot. It's simple. Don't overthink it. Think enough and then take it. If it sounds good, intuitively. Context. I, I gotta regurgitate that so many fucking times because too many people throw blanket statements and they try to justify their emotional decision with logic, right? It's context, man. It's like if it's feels like a bad idea, sounds like a bad idea, it's probably a fucking bad idea, right? But like if I'm saying in those scenarios where it's kind of like 50 50 iffy, but your feeling says you should fucking do it, right? And you're not gonna fucking fall off a cliff and you can't fucking climb back out of it. Like, shot. What do you got to lose? You're young. I feel like we got to put a timer on this guy because, like, the genie's just literally going like, <laughs> to... I'm like... It's like looking at his clock watch right now. Third shot, man. Come on. On the spot. My third shot would be uh, to leave uh, that one job. Okay, that one a job. A lot. Okay. Sooner. When the, the red flag starts showing up. Don't think, you know that you're gonna end up better than the rest of them just because you're closer to the boss <laughs> yeah you know i actually have a good um um like thing i learned about that is that like if it, it goes back to the indecision thing is that if you think about something more than two times and their answer was you should have fucking done it comes back the third time you probably should do it because you yeah. thought about it twice and you're still thinking about it and, and it's itching like yeah yeah the whole time if like you see two red flags in that scenario right context again gotta fucking like i feel like i gotta read the disclaimer so many fucking times so don't throw blanket statements in this situation but just the context of it if there's multiple red flags it keeps you keep asking yourself the same question. Yeah, that you probably should fucking have done it already. Should have, didn't, didn't know. Was like kind of like just frozen, like error, like computer code error. Like damn, if I don't do it, then X Y Z will happen. But if I did do it, then I feel kind of guilty. But why do I feel guilty? <laughs> it's not on me. You know, I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, but like, yeah, your game stock and Tesla stocks that you even think about or your Dogecoin, if you thought you were, probably should have sold it, you probably should have sold it a couple times ago. Natural financial advice. Yeah. No, that that is straight up financial advice. That ain't financial advice. Don't listen to this guy. That is financial advice. Anyways. Yep. That's that's it. That's our, you know, pre-pilot show, you know. Hope uh, you guys enjoy our bantering. There's more to come. Hopefully something more useful. Yeah. Right? More useful. More practical. uh, More entertaining. Till the next episode of The C Students. We'll see you in the classroom. Later. Listen, man.